Would you pray with me, everybody? Lord, we just want to claim those words. We are no longer slaves of fear. We don't have to bow down to the rules of this world. We don't have to bow down even to our own emotions. Lord, may we find you to be so close, so loving, so powerful, so true, so full of, full of peace that anything else falls away in your presence. Lord, I just ask that you would be um, near to those who are brokenhearted and stressed out and messed up, and Lord, that's all of us. Lord, we need you. Speak to us today through your word and help us to be the people you've created us to be. And I ask that stuff the enemy has done in our lives would just fall away in the name of Jesus. And Lord, that some of us who have been carrying some heavy loads would walk out of here lighter today. I ask that in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. You guys can grab a seat. <clears throat> well, I want to give a quick shout out to a few people we haven't seen in a while. So welcome back. And it's actually funny. I ran into a couple people that said, of course, I picked the day to come back that you're talking about anxiety. Great. Uh, and then also, uh, my friend Jan is here. Wave your hand. Uh, from uh, Rosarito, Mexico, and uh, works with a ministry called Catherine's Kids that we've done a little work with. And some of you remember Grace Children's Home. But they have a home in Mexico for some kids with disabilities. One of my favorite places on the planet is there. So, uh, Jeremy, make sure, make sure you say hi, he's here. Anyway, so uh, you guys can meet Jan a little bit later. Uh, now, today, because we're getting into the subject of anxiety, I think this is an important one to share on Facebook. So please grab your phone and go to Facebook, look up Caneo Church, and then hit share, and then it will get out to some of your friends, and they... I mean, how many people in our culture do you think struggle with anxiety? How many don't struggle with, right? So this message needs to get out to a lot of people. And I'll tell you in a minute, it's not about a guilt trip today. It's not about a you should do better. Um, today is really about getting some tools on our tool belt. And uh, my neighbor Doug is here who has a lot of tools. So it's about getting some stuff that you can carry around through life so you know what to do when this happens. And you know what to do when this happens so that you are not caught unaware and unprepared. So that's what we're going to be all about today. But please share it. Those of you who are out on Facebook, please share it. And let's get the message out there today and this week. And then also, uh, today we don't have anybody out on Facebook sharing and uh, facilitating comments. So you guys on Facebook, please be kind to each other and say hi to each other and love on each other. And if you would like to help, with facilitating comments on Facebook. If you're in the room, you can do it from here, or if you're out in, uh, in cyberspace, you can do it out there. Just let us know. Put a message on Facebook and say, I would love to help with Facebook. Uh, and then we also need a YouTube expert uh, because we need to start getting out into YouTube. So if that's you, let me know or let us know and uh, just use the magic word YouTube and we'll know what that means. Okay, so on a scale of one to 10, those of you who are in the room and out online, how much anxiety have you felt the last month? Some of you are like, I wish the scale was 1 to 1,000 because it's been bad. But on a scale of 1 to 10, just think, how, how has it, you don't have to answer, but just think, how has your anxiety been so far? 
The situation we find ourselves in after the last year is different. It's worse in some ways, and maybe better in some ways, because maybe the Lord can grab our attention through just saying, oh my gosh, what do I do? So in the U.S., uh, some health meta, uh, mental health experts have said there's a second pandemic that is, has started to hit, which is the mental health pandemic. Based on what we've been through, it has cranked up people's anxiety and, and tuned up people's depression to a new level. And so a lot of people are seeking help that never have before. Uh, in fact, there was a stat that Lynn gave me that there's a 280% uptick in Great Britain of people seeking mental health help. And think about it, this is tight, this is like stiff upper lip British people. Like, I got it, got all, I'm not gonna do my British accent for you, but those people are seeking help. Something is going on. So today we're gonna talk about what does the Bible have to say about anxiety? And there are two extremes in Christianity. The first one is, if you experience fear and anxiety, you feel guilty and you feel like, man, if I was a better Christian, then I wouldn't have to deal with this. There's another equally dangerous lie that we buy into sometimes, and that is that we treat anxiety and fear the same way that everybody else does who doesn't have Jesus. Now, why do we have to be on this extreme or on that extreme? The answer is we don't. Anxiety is part of life. Uh, we have to figure out how do we deal with it? How, how does the Lord help us through real life? Not pretending that real life isn't happening to us, but how do we make it through? So no guilt trips. So if you're in here, if you're watching online, today is not you should be better. And if you feel like that, that's not me, that's not the Lord, that's not the Holy Spirit, that's the enemy. That's Satan telling you guilt, 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 guilt. That's what he likes to do. So just wipe that out and say, I just want to learn some stuff today, and I want to grow, and I want to be more prepared for anxiety. Amen? Are we ready? Okay. So did you know that anxiety actually has a helpful side? Sometimes we think, yeah, but Paul said be anxious for nothing, so... Anxiety actually has, we'll talk about that in a minute, anxiety has a, a good side where you get an increased heart rate, your eyesight is better, you are ready for what's coming at you. If you're going to go into a job interview, you want to be ready. If you're going to fight a bear, you might want to be ready, right? So anxiety is not necessarily bad in itself. Um, it, it gives us our fight and flight, it helps us respond in danger, but a steady state of anxiety over time affects your health, mentally, physically, spiritually, and just can tank you over time. And that's why some people in the military, some people in law enforcement, because they're always on high alert, there's a physical cost that it messes with them. So if you have friends that are in those lines of work, pray for them a lot because their bodies and their minds are dealing with stuff that's hard all the time. So here's a definition of anxiety. Nervous agitation worry, and look at this, intense apprehension of a real or imagined fear. So most of the stuff that you fear will never happen, and yet it has a lot of power in our lives. So there was a study done recently of graduate students, uh, Lafreniere and Newman, I think I said that correctly, 
they analyzed some worry journals of, of uh, graduate students. And on average, they found that 91.3% of their worries did not happen. So that means 8.6% of their worries actually did happen. In fact, for one out of four of the people, none of their worries happened during the study. So they were the lucky ones, right? Uh, and, and this was interesting, too, that, um, that the participants said that one-third of the things that they worried about that actually did happen turned out to be better than what they expected. So only two-thirds of that 8.6% of bad things actually happened and was what they expected. So here's the other thing. They predict the likelihood. So they said, okay, you're right, I'm nervous, I'm worried, I need to chill out. So they said, just, just back up. Do you think that those things that you wrote in your worry journal are actually going to happen? And so they, they dropped, you know, they said, well, maybe 62% of them will happen. Not 8%. They, so even when they thought about it, and then when they got really logical and they thought through it and they processed it through with a therapist, they still thought 41% of those things were going to happen, and it was really 8%. And this was the other thing that was interesting. They found that 25% of their time during the week was spent worrying about stuff. 25% of their thought process, not work, not school, but their thinking about whatever, was spent on worry. Wow. Here is a formula for anxiety. I think I got this from Shirley Miller. You remember Shirley and Dan? Anxiety happens when I overestimate the danger of fear or fear and underestimate how I can deal with it, right? So this is, for a Christian, this is where we can spend our time. We can say, wait a minute. Am I overestimating the thing? And am I underestimating me? Am I underestimating God's help in my life. So last week, I was pretty stressed out. I'm normally a fairly peaceful person, at least on the outside. And, and last week, there was just all this stuff going on. So, so one night, I laid down, my head hit the pillow, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, my head is swimming. So I, I thought, okay, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to be mindful. That's one of our good words for 2021, right? So, so I, I listed in my mind, here are the things that I'm worried about. There were 10 like, and they weren't like little, they were like 10 things. I was like, man, that's a lot of things. And so, so I realized that's actually a decent discipline. When stuff is bugging you, identify the bugs rather than just see it as this big cloud of, you know, you know what. And, and so I identified the bugs 